We're back to Subject Across. This is part three of the Cosby analysis. We're going to talk to you about the opinion, and it's going to be a rapid fire session because we both have phone calls and meetings we need to get to, and this has taken way too long. And I just don't have the attention span to be in a room this long. Okay, so the opinion first speaks to the first error complained of on appeal, which was the trial court erred in allowing those five witnesses to testify as to the prior bad acts of Bill Cosby. And we've kind of beat that to a, mm -hmm. a pulp, so we'll move on. And what the appellate court said was that the trial court did not abuse their discretion in determining that those witnesses were more probative than prejudicial, and they amounted to provide evidence uh, that was part of a common plan or scheme and absence of mistake. It was not an admissible character evidence. Right? Yeah. All right. Number two, what are you smiling at? Uh, I have, uh, furthermore, there were multiple prior sexual assaults, not merely one. And all of those prior assaults evidence the same signature pattern of misconduct. Disagree. Had there only been a single prior bad act, it would be easier to write off the similarities as coincidental, especially given the passage of time. However, because the pattern here was well established in this case, both in terms of frequency and similarity, the at issue time gap is relatively inconsequential. So it's a volume discount. It This to me, is, uh, I don't want to use too strong language. I, I don't buy that this is being genuine because it's the same analysis, whether it is one or whether it is 19, you are to use the same analysis. What that indicates to a prosecutor is- The more the merrier. The more the merrier. The so if you, if you give us 20, we'll give you five. If you yeah. give us one, we'll give you none. Yeah. But it's supposed to be the same analysis. If it's from 15 years ago, you look at each one the same way. This is this is saying quite the opposite. Do you th think this case will go up to the Supreme Court? I sure hope so. The next uh, issue decided was the trial judge's failure to disclose prior relationship with former District Attorney Castor. Castor. So defense counsel raised as an error complained of on appeal that the trial judge should have recused himself because he had a prejudice against the former district attorney, Bruce That's Castor. never gonna go anywhere. Well, that they the appellate court said that issue was waived because it wasn't brought up in a timely manner. Well, and the reason it was germane uh, and the reason they raised it on appeal is because this judge had to then make credibility determinations of Castor because Castor testified in pretrial hearings about the enforceability of that non-prosecution agreement, which we have talked about, right? Not much. No, no. we're going to get to All it. Right. That's number three. Castor's alleged promise not to prosecute. So the defense raises as an error complained of on appeal that the trial court erred in denying their what's called a habeas corpus motion. It, it's asking the court to dismiss the case for a specific reason. And that reason was that the former district attorney promised not to prosecute so that Bill Cosby could give a deposition, which deposition was ultimately used against him in a subsequent criminal prosecution. Right. And what Castor test Kester, you know, seemed to contradict himself in terms of his, at least according to this opinion, in terms of what he was um, issuing uh, through press releases of at the time saying he wasn't going to prosecute in that press release. It didn't rule out prosecuting in the future. Then he's emailing um, uh, our friend in the context of his first the representation of Cosby at the first trial. 
um, and contacting Risa Furman, who was then the DA at the time of the, of the uh, first prosecution. Um, and he's saying that, you know, it was my understanding that he wasn't going to be prosecuted, which again is contradicted by the press release. But what is clear is that Castor tells them and, and presumably testifies at this pretrial hearing that with the knowledge of both the defense attorney for Cosby at the time, who is now deceased as of this, you know, as of the trial of this case, he, he wasn't around. The first one, not right. our friend. No, yeah, our friend's still alive <laughs> and kicking. I'm talking about the attorney who allegedly negotiated this non-prosecution agreement with uh, Castor in 2004, 2005. Um, right? Is that when it was? 2000? It was 2005. Yeah. Um, so that, that attorney and... The attorneys for um, the victim, according to Castor, were all in on the fact that he wasn't going to prosecute him so that he would abridge him or remove the Fifth Amendment impediment and free him up to settle so they could get money from him. So the fact that they just kind of ignore, dance around, that, that basically everybody's saying, we don't believe you, Castor, because in this opinion... They say that there was no promise. We don't find that there was a promise that they weren't going to use this testimony. Because it wasn't in writing. Well, you hear it from the horse's mouth. And it's also in the press release. From this district attorney that he said that. And the other angle to it, though, that the appellate court says, even if it was in writing, the attorneys who were handling the depositions were not relying on that promise not to prosecute when they had Bill Cosby give his deposition. However, the attorney that represented him at the deposition says that he spoke, he testified at this pretrial hearing said he was told by the now deceased defense attorney that there wasn't going to be a prosecution what attorney would allow him to give it i mean these are these were good attorneys very good attorneys how that you would never allow now here's the lesson get it in writing and here's the lesson in terms of non-prosecution you clearly need uh, an immunity order um that's what this decision holds that you, the only person that can give immunity it ain't the da it's a court the da can go to a court and get an immunity order i get that part what i don't get and what's troubling to me is the admission of this testimony the transcript of the the civil deposition too long um under no circumstance should that have been admitted, in my opinion. And I think that they twist themselves in some knots here to to justify that. Well, here's how the appellate court... What they should have just held is that it was harmless error, you know, blah, blah, blah. But they justify admitting it. They said and they're it, ignoring Castor's testimony. They said Attorney Schmidt... Uh, believed that Cosby could not incriminate himself based on the testimony he intended to provide. If this was the case, then there was no basis for Cosby to assert the Fifth Amendment privilege in the civil suit, which is consistent with Cosby's prior decision to sit for an interview with criminal investigators. Moreover, Attorney Schmidt's actions were entirely inconsistent with reliance on the purported promise, as he failed to mention the alleged promise to victim civil attorneys, and he attempted to negotiate a settlement with victim to prevent her from cooperating with the police in the future. So they're holding it against her that part of the settlement agreement was a promise from her not to initiate criminal charges. They're holding charges. it against the lawyer. They're, ho they're holding it against the lawyer that yeah. that was part of the settlement. Yeah. All right. The next part, uh, there was th the defense raised as an error complained of on appeal to the superior court that the trial court failed um, to grant the motion to suppress the contents of Cosby's civil deposition. And we kind of already gone mm -hmm. went through that. Um, 
the defense claimed on error that the trial court um, should have precluded evidence from his civil deposition about his possession and distribution of quaaludes. Am I saying that right? Yep. Quaaludes in the 70s. Again, attenuated. Um, Would have been just as easy for them to just say harmless error. A harmless error means, yeah, the, the trial court shouldn't have done it. Um, but there's overwhelming other evidence or, or you could rely exclusively on the credibility of the victim's testimony. We don't see that this rises to the level of, um, you know, uh, prejudicial error requiring a new trial. But they don't do that. They just say it can all come in. And that now we're left as defense attorneys representing the next uh, person accused of something like this to deal with the fact that this is now the law, unless it's overturned by the Supreme Court. And you want to ask me whether I think it's going to be overturned by the Supreme Court? Sure. It won't. Then the next error complained of on appeal was that the trial court erred in charging the jury, which means giving the jury instruction uh, to consider Cosby's actions after he was confronted with the assault as consciousness of guilt. Often to pay her off. Right, offering to put that at trust. Well, it was a college, right? It was an education trust and trying to fly her out, I think, to Florida. Right. Um, So let's talk about this one. And they said that that was was cool too, right? They said that the issue was waived. So defense counsel objected at the charging conference. Oh, didn't didn't object at the time of trial. Yeah. Um, and defense also filed written objections to the court's jury instructions after they were charged. Yeah, you got to object. That's instructive for defense lawyers um, that we need at the time of to do that. All right. And then there's like so a there's, juror bias thing. Yeah, there's juror bias. Um, but didn't they have hearings so juror bias means that jurors contacted the defense counsel saying that there was juror misconduct um, about their deliberations and they weren't deliberating squarely on the objective evidence presented at trial and that they had certain biases against cosby didn't they have a hearing on that you know admittedly i didn't read this part either Um, way appellate court said no dice doesn't matter trial court did not abuse their discretion and then the last issue on appeal was the constitutionality of SORNA. Do you want to explain that, Pete? Not that's your... really. It's boring. Do you okay. want to say what SORNA is, All at right. least? SORNA is the Sex Offender uh, Registration Act. You, you know, it's still colloquially referred to as Megan's Law. Um, and there are problems. There have been inherent problems. I don't know if this is like the third or fourth version of uh, SORNA slash Megan's Law. They're constantly running afoul. That is the legislature of the constitutional rights of uh, accused. Um, I'm hopeful that one day, even though the public's perception is that when, you know, somebody does this, they're a predator and we need to know, you know, the community needs to know they need to have a scarlet letter. Um, the, the, the research is quite to the contrary in terms of the recidivism rate of people that are accused of stuff like this. Um, and I'm hopeful that one day the whole thing is going to go away. But what keeps happening is that they bring it up and it's found to be unconstitutional again. And that's what he's arguing there. That At the moment, the issue of the, the process by which someone is designated as a sexually violent predator is up on appeal uh, before the Supreme Court in a case called Butler. 
Um, and it's put on hold a case or two that we have relative to, to that issue. Cosby was found to be a sexually violent predator. Of course he was. Because he probably is. All right. That wraps up. Should I have said that? Sorry. It's your opinion. Sorry, Bill. But, you know, yeah, it's just an opinion. It's, it's whatever you want to put out there. Yeah. It, it, Again, you know, <laughs> I think that people can can think of us as being a bit um, cynical, but we have a job to do. And regardless of whether I think Cosby is guilty or not, my concern is that he got a fair trial and that my clients get a fair trial. When when or our clients, your concern is whether he got a fair trial, right? When our when our clients go to trial, it's us, maybe an investigator against uh, a, an entire police department and district attorney's office, and normally the judge doesn't like our client too much either. Crime victim um, centers. Yeah, the, the the point is all we seek is a level playing field, and when you're allowed to bring in evidence that's 18, 20 years old. Imagine yourself trying to defend what you supposedly did 20 years ago. Um, and the the fact of the matter is that, that um, what then happens, and we've had this happen in our cases, you know, you have a case, um, somebody in a position of public trust or a celebrity is accused of doing something. It's reported to in the newspaper. It's reported in the newspaper for a strategic purpose by the, the DA. The DA and the, the, the reporters are normally working in conjunction. What they're doing is that they're trying to draw out additional victims, safety in numbers, right? Strength in numbers. So More for 4B witnesses. Right. So we've had cases where, you know, the, 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 you're accused, you, the one of, you know, 500 patients of a physician alleges that, uh, that they were touched inappropriately. And then, you know, it hits the papers and all of a sudden uh, some really ridiculous people will start calling the police and claiming, you know, this happened to me 10 years ago. Well, now what you have is you have a roadmap for for people to come in. They, the prosecutors and police will know what questions to ask them in terms of conforming their their accounts to get them in under 404B. Well, what, incentive, what incentive would they have to not tell the truth in a criminal case? Who? Any 404B witness. All right. I mean, it's not a trial. And how are you going to prove it? Well, yeah. And also, the other danger to In other to words, it, their case isn't being tried. It's not a question of whether it happened or not. Their testimony is admitted and the jury's allowed to hear it. And there's also a civil implication. Yeah. I mean, you know, unless the statutes run on their civil suit. Um, so... You know, that's what I mean by, did, did he do this? He did, he probably did do it. And, you know, if, if you're of a mind, well, you know, no harm, no foul, because uh, he got away with it for years and now he's convicted. He should have been convicted in in my in my opinion, um, based on a level playing field and a fair trial. And, and what changed from 2004 to 2015 to make him, to make DAs. The, right, <laughs> the district attorney not prosecute this, even after he sat down with pol well, the, the police. Well, the whole undertow to this was that Steele, the, the now DA in Montgomery County, was using it for political purposes because he was running against Castor at the time, right? Wasn't Castor trying to become DA again? And he used this against him. I'm pretty sure I got that right. Um, you know, the Cosby prosecution against him. I think they were both seeking... Uh, the Republican. Oh no, me Steele's a Democrat. Castor's a Republican. I'm, I, I might have gotten that uh, that wrong, but the point is that um, Steele used it as a political platform. The prosecution of of uh, 
of Cosby when, you know, light on crime, Bruce Castor punted uh, the prosecution. And, you know, that's the the danger sometimes that we also encounter in some of the criminal cases we have is that the political there, drive. there can be some political uh, motivations. So we're going to wrap that up. We're going to do one bit. What, what's the bit again? What, you like when I'm king of the world. Well, do you have another type of bit? I'll Wait. ask you, when you're king of the world, I was actually, try not to be selfish. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah, I know. Um, it is for you. When I'm king of the world, people who are alleged to have violated probation are afforded greater due process. Now everybody chew on that because you won't even know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, signing off. I got away with not doing one. Thank you.